0: Welcome to Unbreakable Latina. Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on. Or if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. I missed you guys last week. I definitely did not have the energy to do a video podcast last week and I wanted to do it in my regular schmegular clothes. Um I wanted to be in my PJs, no makeup on, hair not done. And I just didn't feel like hooking up the camera and editing. Like it's a lot of work and I love doing this video podcast, but they, they are so time consuming and I just didn't have the time last weekend. So I ended up saying, you know what? something is better than nothing. So I did the audio podcast and there was still everyone is a loyal listener and everybody listened. And I appreciate you guys so much for understanding that sometimes I'm just not up for it. And I am a one woman show. So definitely puts a lot of pressure on me to do everything. And I I don't want to let you guys down. But I know you guys understand when your girl needs a break, your girl needs a break and she will take it. So Thank you so much for being patient with me. Um, I was having a very stressful week. I've had a very stressful last... Couple weeks and I tried to not get overwhelmed, like I talked about on my podcast and gave all these tips, but I was getting overwhelmed. So, Sunday after I finished recording, I knew that I was gonna have to take my car to the shop and I was wondering, like, how am I gonna get there? You know what? I'm gonna drop off my car at the shop in the morning, I'll take an Uber. And I get in the Uber, yes, un señor ya mayor. And he's like, are you in a rush? And I'm like, no, just get me there safe because I was like way early and my boy was like switching between his sunglasses to his reading glasses to look at the maps. I'm like just go straight. I'll tell you where to go. Like please just look at the road. At some point he v- I jokingly posted a story saying like when I find a sugar da- daddy haba señales or something like that and everybody was like dying in the, in the replies to my story but i was joking and right after i posted that he ran a red light <laughs> and i was like no convenient sugar daddy like it's not convenient to get a sugar daddy cuz they don't know how to drive <laughs> But he was like, Oh, sorry. And I was just like mortified. I was like, Oh my god, like, please just make it to I only had like a couple miles left to get to work. So I was like, just make it there. Just make it there safely. Pobre señor! Like, he probably has to work or he's bored. But if you can't see you shouldn't be driving like not to shame anybody. But I did not feel safe. And I was just like, wow, like, my life flashed before my eyes. So as the day continued, I hadn't heard anything back from the mechanic. And then finally heard back and he's like, hey, we're gonna have to let your car sit overnight. So I was like, shoot, what am I gonna do the rest of the week? Like, I don't want to bother my mom. She she works on a different side of the city. Thankfully, I remembered that I used the Turo app. This is not an ad, okay? (laughs) But um, I have a referral code, actually. You know how like Uber has a code that you could give your friends? Turo has a code. So Turo is an app where people um rent their own cars and like deliver them to you or you meet them at a meeting point i found a man that was renting like a little Nissan Sentra here around the area i didn't want anything fancy like just something to get me from point a to point b because not having a car is very stressful and i feel for people that do not have vehicles because i did not realize how much i depended on my car i mean i do but i don't you know like you don't realize what you have until you don't have it so lesson learned appreciate your cars take care of them stay on top of the oil changes (laughs) um i tried but i wasn't so good so that's my fault anyways um i rented this car got me through i rented it like a couple i think two days And I said, you know what, by that day I should have an answer. And sure enough, it worked out. Everything like worked out where the mechanic called me. That day I had to turn in the car. Like my mom picked up my car for me. And they were well, first they said, like, oh, we couldn't find what was wrong with it, but it does need a tune up. And I knew it needed a tune up. So I'm like, okay. Got my car back, turned in the other one, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so grateful for my car. So this was Wednesday. Thursday, I get my car. I drive it to work and everyone's like, oh, you don't have car problems anymore. Like, no, my car is like new. You know, I was all happy. I was happy to have my car back. And then like I came home and I ended up going to hang out with some friends and I hopped on the freeway and I started doing the same thing. So it was just at this point like, yeah, como que I was giving up <laughs> and I started thinking like, what am I going to do? I went, I hung out with my friends, came home. And then I went to sleep and I just couldn't sleep. I woke up with a big migraine. I ended up taking the day off from work because I just, I didn't know what to do. And my mom's like, well, just take me to work and you can take my car and then come back, drop off your car. And I was like, oh, this sounds so stressful. Like literally we've been going through this for a whole two weeks. So then I was like, you know what? Yeah. So I took her to work, came home, took my car to the shop. And as soon as I talked to the the other mechanic, he was just like, is your car burning oil? I'm like, yeah, I've been being a mechanic for the past months. And he's like, how many miles does it have? And I was like, this much. And he's like, oh, it's probably going to be your engine. And as soon as he told me that, I was like, my car's done. I already knew that, but no, lo that. like I love my car and I didn't want a car payment. So, um, yeah, I was like super bummed and I got and then I got my little lift back, which my lift driver was weird as hell. And it, like the mechanic is like two minutes away. So but the streets, there's no sidewalks. So not like a walk. I'm not going to get run over because I live in the rancho. So <laughs> I got the lift. I came home and I was like, all right, what are you going to do? Like I had already been like looking at cars here and there and like kind of talking to this guy at the dealership and he was like, hey, when are you coming? When are you coming? And I just like ghosted him because I didn't want to like the prices of the cars are crazy right now. And that's what had been stopping me because I was looking for a car two years ago because, you know, I knew this problem was going to happen sooner or later just because my car has been through a lot and I drove a lot. I used to live far. So I knew that it was going to happen and I didn't want to buy a used car because I don't want to have to be dealing with like fixing stuff. I just want something new, but I was hesitant because I don't want to spend all that money because the market's crazy and the, the cars, the car market is ridiculous. Like I never remember passing by a dealership and seeing like no cars there. And now every time you go, you have to order a car, you have to do all this. So... I ended up coming home and like I was already like what am I gonna do and I had been like looking at interest rates and like seeing what's the best deal talking to friends talking to my brother talking to my uncle and just like you know, do this, do that. I personally have never bought a car by myself, meaning like I did buy a car last time and my uncle did help me. So he kind of walked me through the process, but I never myself went to a dealership by myself because you hear all these horror stories about like, oh, like they try to take advantage of you and do this. So I was terrified. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna go to the credit union because all my coworkers like go to this credit union and like, you know, see what the interest rates are. Like they have an auto expert So I went to this credit union right away. um, They were like, do you want to talk to our auto expert? So I told her like, look, like I'm having car trouble. I've never bought a car, like walked into a dealership by myself. Like if you guys could save me from doing that. And I already kind of know what I want. So she's like, what do you want? What color? And I was like, I want this car, this blah, blah, blah. Okay. Let me look for it for you. But first you're going to have to apply for the loan. And your girl has good credit. So right away they entered it and um the lady was like oh my gosh you got approved right away that really rarely happens and I was like yeah no I know soy cola (laughs) just kidding but I was just like okay cool so she told me how much I got approved as soon as I got out of the bank I get a phone call from like the lender and like she's telling me like what I need to do she's like once you find a car you could either do it through us or whatever so I, like, drive off in my mom's car, and I'm getting all these text messages from the auto expert that found the car, right? And she goes, we found the car you want? $36,000. And I was like, what the f-? Like, Like, the price on the website was, like, $30,000, which is high for a Honda. But $36,000? I'm like, she's like, well, we can negotiate. I'm like, what's the point of you doing it for me if it's going to be that much money? Mejor yo voy sola. Yo soy chingona. <laughs> So I told her, you know what, that's way too high. Like, can we look at the lower models? Because I told myself, if I'm going to spend money, like, I'm going to get the top of the line because I'm bougie now. No, I'm just kidding. But I was just like, it's not that much of a difference. But it was, it was a huge difference. And then I told her, can you look for the other models? And she, like, kept texting me and texting me. But at this point, I was like, she's not really giving me a good price. So let me go look on my own, you know? And I had been in contact with this guy um, that my brother recommended me to look at, um, Costco auto I'm a Costco member so you could go online and they have like Costco pricing for vehicles I don't know if you guys gone to Costco and you see the cars outside and I didn't know that they did that but my brother's like yeah that's how I got mine and they 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 have to honor the price that Costco gives them so I was like okay let me do that so I had been in contact since Sunday the guy I ghosted (laughs) and I text them and say hey are you there today and I text the work phone number he had gave me his personal, but he didn't answer me. So as I, as when I got there, he's like, yeah, what time would you want to come? And I said, I'm here. So I guess this guy had had this guy, this man had had um, days off and he was just coming in and I'm like, oh, hey, I talked to you on Sunday. He's like, oh, I thought you were going to come in because you never answered me. I was like, I'm sorry. I just been like busy. And he goes, let me go get, I have the car that you want. Like, let's go see it but when I looked at it and I was looking at the price different I was like I could do the lower model like the only difference is like the stereo system and like the leather interior and I was like I don't need a leather interior like at that point I'm like I just need a car because my car is at the shop and I don't know from what the mechanic said I still don't know what's wrong with my car, okay? (laughs) From what the mechanic said, it seemed like it was gonna be a lot of money to fix and then still like maintenance and everything. So I didn't wanna deal with that and I am already have been looking for a car, so might as well go look seriously. So I already had my loan approved, I knew what I wanted kinda, and he's like, come on, let's go see what I have. I might have the lower model, but he only had it in black and I wanted the pearl white. So he's like, do you still want to test drive the sporting? It's almost the same thing. And I'm like, the sporting, the touring. (laughs) It's almost the same thing. I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, okay, let's drive. Because we hopped on and drove around the lot. Because they literally have no cars. So as we were driving back, he goes, oh my gosh, I think that's the car you want. And I was like, is this part of a sales tactic? But no, like he was so genuine. And like, I'm grateful that freaking Costco recommended me to him. He's the one that reached out to me. And he was just like, do you want to test drive that one? So we get in the car and then it has no gas because they literally just got it in. So he's like, oh my gosh, this probably came in while I was off because he had been off for the for a couple of days before that. He's like, let me go get the gas card and I'll get the keys and you could take it on a test drive. So right away, we'll go to the gas station and I jokingly sent pictures to my friends and I was like, yeah, like I got my car because everybody's like, why didn't you come to work? And I was like, I had a migraine, I'm stressed out and I need a new car, so... Anyways, I jokingly said, like, I got my car like that fast. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. No, I did it. I'm test driving. So we test drove it. And right away, I'm like, it's a new car. Aquí no le va a gustar un carro nuevo. My car's 10 years old. So I was like, wow, it's really nice. And then he said, I said, OK, well, are you going to give me the price, that, the Costco pricing? Because the Costco pricing is way different than the price on the car. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. But, you know, you can't trust these people. So I was just like, all right, we'll see. So I said, he gives me the numbers and me dice ahí lo que va a ser, And I'm like, is this the price out the door? Because if it is, sign me up right now. And he's like, well, taxes and this. And I was like, I need you to give me like the price out the door. Nothing included. And según yo, my business, like, can you take this off, this off, this off? And he's like, oh, unfortunately, with like Costco, we can't do that. Which my brother had the same experience. And right now with the way the market is with cars like there's no cars so it was like i knew that this either you get it or the next person that's coming in because there was a guy there that wanted the car and there was no one told me that but i i told him like well how long is this car gonna be here he's like it's here right now like basically like if you don't want it someone might get it I heard this from so many people where they have been struggling to find cars. Not only that, like they have to pay a deposit and then they pay the deposit and they have to wait for the car to get delivered. and It's just a whole mess. And I don't know. It just felt right in my heart. Like I was like, I think this is going to happen today. And my brother was like, don't get pressure. Like he was so helpful. I kept calling him all day. Like, hey, this, hey, that's too much. That's too much. That makes sense. That doesn't make sense. And I had got like an interest rate at the credit union. And I told the guy, okay, well, I already got approved for a loan. He finally gave me like the price out the door. And I was like, okay, well, it seems fair compared to all the other prices they had been telling me from the credit union auto expert. I told him like, I got pre-approved for a loan. This is my interest rate. Can you beat that? And he goes, oh yeah, we could beat it right away. And I said, okay. And then he's like, so do you want to do it? And I said, can you give me like five minutes just to talk to my brother? He's like, yeah, yeah. Take your time." So he goes away and I call my brother and I said, look, like this, this, that. He's like, well, I don't know your budget. Like, I don't know your finances. And I said, well, I could afford it. I'm like, I don't want to, but like I need it and I'm tired of having issues. I'm tired of being stressed out and I'm tired of having to like have this stress for no reason. Like I have the money And he's like, well, he's like, it sounds like that's the best deal you're going to get. And I know a lot of people like someone commented on my one of my videos and said, it's a bad decision. It's a bad investment. Like to you, to you, to me, it was good because now I don't have to worry about how am I going to get to work to pay my damn bills to pay the car. (laughs) But like, I get it. I get it. It's a lot of money right now. But sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and do it. And I ended up deciding that yeah I was gonna do it and I was in between like how much money I was gonna put down because a lot of people are like don't put a lot of money down but I also knew that I had my insurance payment still so I ended up um getting the car and I did it all by myself like I walked in there by myself and I feel so proud of myself so I told him like okay like yeah I'm I'm going to do it. I signed. Uh, I didn't sign. I'm going to do it. Please get the paperwork ready for me. But I do have to go pick up my mom from work right now. So I'm going to go pick her up and then bring her back. And then I go to pick up my mom. And she's like, I said, oh, I I'm like, I haven't signed yet, but it's looking like it's mine. And the guy was like, I'm going to go wash the car right now. And then we're going to get your paperwork ready. And sure enough, picked up my mom, came back, paperwork was ready. And my mom was like, are you sure about this? Like, did you already did it? Like, I can't believe you did it by yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm like, my brother's been helping me. I've been calling him. Like, I already talked to a couple people, you know, I've done my research all week and I I feel confident about it. And she's like, well, why don't, like, she, I, I think she was a little scared for me. And I was like, mom, I got this. And then that's when, when I told her that. And she was like, okay, boss, okay. So, you know, like the, the big, like, they try to like add all these packages for oil, for this, for that. And I kept saying, no, no. And the guy's like, you don't want this. This was not the sales rep. This was like the finance guy. And I'm like, look, I'm like, I want the price on the paper. And if I'm not going to get that price, I don't want the car. And he said, no, no, I'm just offering like, no, like, don't get mad, don't get mad. Pero yo bien bravita. I was like, no, yo quiero, I already agreed. This is the payment that I want. And I don't want anything higher. And that's that. So after signing a million, my life away, giving blood, giving my firstborn, <laughs> um, I got the car. The guy taught me how to set it up and like I got my 2023 Honda Civic in pearl white. My mom started crying and I was like, "Why are you crying?" But then the guy took a picture of us. And once <laughs> ooh, not me getting emotional. So as I drove off the dealership, I was like, "Wow, I kind of did this all by myself." I mean, thankful to have my brother to answer like my 30 phone calls that I called him but like I walked in I negotiated I stood my ground and I did this and I never thought that I was going to be able to do that because honestly like you guys I always give you advice to be confident and believe in yourself but sometimes it's hard for me to believe in myself <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of you guys were like you deserve it I'm like I know but it's so hard and he's like someone told me like, you always tell us to believe in yourself and to be confident and this and that. I'm like, yeah, but I struggle with that too. And I've come a long way, a very long way. But I think that my hesitation for spending money on myself is always like, you know, I don't have generational wealth. I am my generational wealth. And I want to be smart with my money. And like growing up, my parents drove their cars till like they didn't work anymore and they never ever bought a new car. And it's scary because you hear all these stories and people telling you, like, oh, like it's a bad investment and this and that. But like cars, we depend on them so much. Like my city does not have good public transportation. It's not safe and I need a car. And getting this car has been it feels surreal like i drove it for the dealership i drove it yesterday to go get the windows tinted like i can't believe this is my car it still doesn't feel real like someone pinched me i mean i did get a new car 10 years ago but it was a lease and at the time it was scared but now i'm like i know what i was doing i did it by myself I think a lot of us struggle being first generation we're seeing our parents like you know sometimes you feel guilty like right now I'm like I have this new car but my mom has this older car like I wish I could buy her a new car right now well like when I can I will but I said like I deserve this like my parents have made sacrifices to be here in the states and give us these opportunities to get a degree to get a career to do all these things like I've worked very hard and all alone, you know? Not alone because like I have my family to to like be there rooting for me, but like no one handed me money and said here, go to school. During college. I was driving my parents' car and oh my god, why am I getting so emotional? I hadn't cried in a long time. I guess it was time. like during college i drove my parents car while my dad worked nights and i went to school during the day i didn't have a car and it just feels like a big accomplishment i know to some people that it might just be a car but to me it's a lot because if you know my story you know that my since i was 17 my life's been pretty chaotic And I've had peace now for like three years, three, four years. And it just took a long time to get here. And it's okay to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And it's okay to treat yourself. And that's one thing that I've been working on the last few years where I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's okay. Like, you're smart with your money, you're financially responsible, you save money, you don't spend money on stupid stuff, like, you work hard, you stress yourself out, like, every week. For what? To have that money, like, sitting there, waiting for the right time. Like, life is short, and the right time might never come, so enjoy the fruits of your labor, take yourself on that vacation, buy yourself that new car, be responsible with your money. As long as you have an emergency fund, your bills are paid, and you're not spending your money on stupid shit, then you're good. One lesson that I learned this weekend is that I can do anything I put my mind to. And it's crazy to me because like, My sister is very into manifesting and doing all that stuff. And I try, but like, it's hard for me to believe that stuff. But at the beginning of the year, the end of last year, I can't remember. I think it was the beginning of the year. Angela and I got together and we did a vision board. And I have it and I haven't looked at it. But the other day I looked at it and I've completed a lot of the things that I put on there. And one thing that I put on there was a car. Another thing I put in there was YouTube my camera getting collapsed (sighs) and it's happening you guys it's all happening and I just want to say that if you struggle with guilt of feeling guilty for buying yourself stuff or for like not being able to buy everything for your parents or for your brothers for your sisters it's okay to put yourself first because as much as I tell you guys put yourself first I still struggle with that and for once I put myself first and it feels so good it feels so good and you guys are probably like what the hell are you crying for but it's just it's been a lot a long time since I treated myself to something I don't always treat myself to something but when I do it's very expensive (laughs) I kept telling my mom and my mom was like I'm so proud of you and, like, everybody was just congratulating me, and it means a lot to me, and it's hard when you don't have anyone to fall back on, and you are your generational wealth, and a lot of people don't get that, but a lot of us do get that, and, like I said, to some people, this might not be a big accomplishment, it's like, oh, I'm on my third car, like, why are you crying about that, but for me, that I've always been afraid to spend money, because who's gonna back me up, who's gonna pay my bills, like, if I don't if I'm not responsible with my money, like, I'm going to be homeless. Like, literally, that's my mentality. But that's not true. Like, I worked hard to get what I get paid now. I work hard on this podcast. Like, I spent all my weekends doing this. Like, this weekend, I didn't do anything besides, besides get a car. And, like, work on collabs that I have and answer emails And I'm not only recording this podcast right now, I'm also going to record one after this with Angela. And I'm going to have to retouch my makeup because your girl cried this whole podcast. But I just want to say that it's okay to treat yourself. You're not responsible. Even though my heart, like forever, like my family, I'll always be there for them. If they need me financially, I'll figure it out some way because that's just the way I was raised. I was raised to help each other. And Although like I'm always there and I have no one to like fall back on financially, but I can do it myself and I've worked very hard and it's okay to enjoy the fruits of my labor. It's okay to treat myself. So if you've been stopping yourself from buying yourself something nice or just worried about like, how is my family going to pay their bills? Like, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to let go a little bit of that responsibility and put yourself first And treat yourself because you've been working hard. And what's the point of working so hard and not enjoying your money? And people like will always have something to say, like, "Oh my God, you bought a new car in this market!" Blah blah blah. Like, who cares? Are you paying my bills? Don't listen to anybody. And you treat yourself, whatever that means for you. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know I talked about myself, but it was just like something that I felt like I needed to share in my heart that. I struggle with and like that I finally did it and I did it by myself and I'm so proud of myself so let's go celebrate um I hope you guys have an amazing week and it's a new month so there's new goals I plan to get back on my gym routine I need to get back on my content making routine because I haven't really been doing that like here and there but not as much as I want to and I want to show you guys a little bit more, like a video of a day in my life or my chaotic ass life, <laughs> because my my life is not like those people on Instagram where everything looks perfect. So I want to try to like show you how my real life is, and uh, I it's kind of weird. Some one of my coworkers was like, I can't believe people watch those videos. So I'm like, people like those videos, and I told them I'm like, are you gonna watch my videos when I do a day in my life? He's like, no, <laughs> but. You know, it's cool to see how different people live, but, like, sometimes it gets you where like, you're, like, my life does not look that perfect, like, theirs life does. And I want to show you guys that my life is not perfect. I'm always running late to work. I'm, like, figuring out what to eat in the morning and, like, it's chaotic. Like, I try, pero se me olvida. But I want to be better at doing that. That's, like, another thing on my vision board about creating more, like, Content that feels relatable, which I I think I do a good job at, but I think I need to do even more. And if you guys want a tour of my car, once um I get it washed because <laughs> it freaking rained like twice, so my car is dirty right now. But once I wash it, if you guys want a tour, then I could do a little review of my carrito. So um, I'm very excited. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Enjoy your three-day weekend and I'm going to get this episode ready for you guys so you guys can watch it on your day off and have an amazing week. Uh, Congratulations to the winner of the sweatshirt. I did do a giveaway and I only have a few sweaters left. I know I keep saying that but I really do. Like every time I say that someone like buys one so it's like getting very limited and get them now because fall's coming And you're going to be looking cute in your Unbreakable sweater. I have to do the shirts there. The order is like almost complete. I just can't decide on the material of the shirt. So that's why it's been taking me forever. And anyways, thank you guys for listening and watching me cry. I know you guys miss me crying. So have an amazing week. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on Instagram and TikTok. And twitter at latina podcast and show some love to my collabs please guys i appreciate you guys the other day i posted a collab and i got like only a few likes so please engage with my collabs um that way i could be full-time podcasting sooner or later and thank you for your support talk to you guys soon bye <laughs>